We are recording. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello, Mickey Atkins. Hello, Hannah Lehman. How are you? How, how are you? I'm good. You know, I'm doing okay. Uh, is this 15? This is episode 15, yes. right? Yes. We made okay. it. We did it. Woo-hoo. We're here. Oh, yeah. You guys are listening <laughs> to Thanks We Hate It. <laughs> we Thanks really, for coming to episode 15. We did a good job on that intro. Yeah. That was so good. We're professionals. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I Quick reminder for people that maybe missed this in the first couple episodes, there's always timestamps in these mm-hmm. episodes. I always add timestamps. Whether you're listening to on, it should be in the description on anywhere you're listening to, as well yep. as YouTube. So if you don't like the chitty chat, then you can skip I don't it. know why you wouldn't, because we're delightful, but you could skip it if you want. You know, I think we're pretty delightful, too. Ooh, you know I do have an update, actually. Do you have any... Um, do you want to go first with your little chit chat or I I would like to make a very brief announcement that will mean nothing to anyone except for me but still I just wanted to use my platform to give a big happy birthday to my dad who is turning 60 in a few days and it's just a very big special birthday yes and I do they listen to this podcast no Am I going to say it anyway? Yes. <laughs> yes. Good for so you. happy birthday, Honestly. dad. I love you. you. Happy birthday, Hannah's dad. Yay. I'm so, uh, I know I. it's hard getting old, but uh, I just, I try to remind people that like, hey, a lot of people don't make it to 60. So yes. getting Aging old is, is a, a gift. privilege. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So mm-hmm. what do you, what's, what's up, Mickey? I just have an update about the Olivia situation. I said oh, in the last episode, the episode you before. Did, yes. Yes. That we were going to buy How a bunch Olivia? of stuff. Um, a lot of people recommended a hurting ball. I did look into the little stick thing. Um, I couldn't remember what it was called last time. It's called a flirt stick. I saw some reviews um, about how it's potentially dangerous if your dog is a jumper because they can get their Mm -hmm. legs tangled in it. And so we decided not to go that route because Olivia is very much a jumper. But we did get a herding ball and it didn't go well. (laughs) Oh, no. Savannah really likes it. Sort of. Remind us what a herding ball is. So a herding ball is essentially like it's like slightly larger than a basketball. It's like big, large plastic ball it's made of hard plastic so the dogs can't get their teeth in it it's not like it has no give at all okay and it just is this big ball they sell bigger ones that are like for horses and stuff and we did look (sighs) into getting one of those but they're like quite large it's like the size of an exercise ball and like don't get me wrong our backyard's not like tiny or anything but it's i don't know where are you gonna store that that. yes also that um and they're expensive they're like 60 dollars. and so i was like let's get the little one let's see if olivia likes it first um yeah. and she doesn't she doesn't give a fuck tried playing with it inside and she just looked at me uh we tried playing with it outside and she just is like laser focused on the other ball that's outside i like tried Does to bribe it- her with food i tried to put the other ball away i tried to play with her inside with food wasn't having it she just inside she goes to the back door because she wants to play with the ball outside outside she goes to the ball and like has the ball in her mouth or if i put the ball away then she just and stares like a weirdo so the point of a herding ball it doesn't have like treats in it or anything right it's just a the way that it moves and rolls you're supposed to like it's supposed to help the instinct of herding yes for dogs that have that instinct because yeah you've said in the past that olivia is uh primarily border collie right yes yeah and so the hope was that it would kind of 
scratch a similar itch that fetch does for her which is like getting right. to chase after something right right um and also that's self-sufficient and is slightly less impact uh heavy <sighs> for her little feet because her paws yeah. are just very sensitive she gets like little yeah. cuts and like scrapes on them and stuff and it's just really not good for her feet and she also grinds her nails down to stubs because she's like skidding trying to catch the ball so the hope was that with the hurting ball especially we could have it inside like on the carpet or even on the hardwood which is not going to like hurt her feet you know but she will not give it the time of day we've had it for a week and the only time that she's looked at it is when i've put it directly in her face to which she just kind of like gives looks you around like, it and then looks at me it? like what is this why are you doing this to me so okay yeah with so much love olivia's a little bit of a brat yeah oh yeah 100 oh, <laughs> percent yeah she's like, like big youngest child syndrome and i say that yeah. as the youngest person in my family like she's yeah. the baby of the family for sure that's i mean because i mean i i call winnie a brat all the time as well because she mm-hmm. she is like the definition of did i probably make yeah. her that way a little bit yes probably exactly, yeah but she's like that with like chew like i try to give her all these varieties of she used to love bully yes. sticks mm-hmm. as a puppy yeah and I like to buy like the different fancy chews at uh, like Mud Bay yeah, and places like that, like all mm-hmm. these varieties of stuff. And yeah. like the majority of the time, I'm be- I'm she's so excited to get it because it's like evening time. We've went on a walk, but you know Especially we're just chilling for the evening, and she has yeah. nothing. And she gets bored all of a sudden, and she has yeah. a burst of energy. So she comes up to me and she's like, "Do something! I want something! You know, like do something with me, right?" And so I'm like, here, how about mm-hmm. a chew that you could chew on? Like, these sure. are fancy, nice, safe, delicious mm-hmm. chews. Yeah. And the majority of the time, she'll just walk around with it in her mouth, mm-hmm. having a frantic existential crisis about yeah. where to bury it. And then she'll bury it. Sometimes she'll cry as she's walking around with it. Like, it's in her mouth and she'll go, ah, 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 like, upset that she doesn't know where to put it. Oh, and then she'll bury it like in the couch cushions oh, or like in the corner by the TV. I've I have frequently so gone anxious. to clean to vacuum my couch and yeah. there's bully stick pieces in like under the cushions because Oh my god. And that's how I feel about it too. Unless there's another dog there that wants the chew toy. If if we're at my parents' house, she yeah. will gladly. The other day we gave her one, and she did that berry thing because he was outside mm-hmm. with my dad. My mom and I were trying to watch a movie. Yeah, and he was out. Um, the big dog, the golden retriever, was outside with my dad, and she was inside. She frantically mm-hmm. was just looking for where to bury it, crying, looking at us like, "What the hell? Why did you get this to me?" The uh-huh. second he came in, she chewed on it like the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> And that's partially what worries me about Olivia is that dogs (laughs) who are like fixated on fetch as much as she is can develop resource guarding like behavior problems and reactivity, which is so dangerous and like not good. And we've done some training with her. And so she's not like resource guarding right now, but I'm nervous that she might start to so i really want to like move her away from being so obsessed with the fetch but i just can't like nothing sticks i don't know what to do so it's she's hyper focused yes yes this is what i'm saying when i tell people like oh my god my dog is like clinically addicted to playing fetch they're like uh-huh. mm, ha, 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 that's so sweet and i'm like no oh, no, no i don't think i you believe understand. you <laughs> like it's I've a had, problem she has yeah. an affliction and i need to deal with it so i've well. had friends with border so. collies too and they say the exact same yes same thing that you do it's that literally all day 
they just want you to throw the ball. That is the yes. only thing that matters to yeah. them in their life. Like, yeah. That's why we have a very firm rule. Yes, yeah, she doesn't care about food. But that's why we have a very firm rule that the ball is not allowed to come inside the house because if it did, she just constantly places it on your lap, puts it on your lap, puts it on your lap. If you're laying down, she puts it on your face. She's so demanding, dude. Like, it's terrible. I can't even spend time in my own backyard without – like, Erin and I will be doing yard work. Like, when we redid the yard, we were, like, with a pickaxe, like, digging up the irrigation lines. And she'll come over and just drop it at Erin's feet. In the and hole? I'm like, this is oh. so dangerous. Like, get out of here. What are you fucking doing? Like, go yeah. away. And so, yeah, no, she just – she's not allowed to have the ball inside the house for sure. But, like, m- most of the other times, honestly. That's a good boundary. She gets played – with fetch like one time a day uh-huh. and the rest of the day it's it's lights out we need to do something else <laughs> do puzzles and licky mats that she hates me for so so that's my update so my dog's still sorry. a brat um and we're going back to the drawing board but savannah really liked it do you want to see a cute video of savannah playing with it? i sure do she's so cute she did really enjoy it for like 20 minutes and then she kind of gave up but here i'll turn the sound off so it's not so loud but you have to send me the video so i can put it in the oh wait yeah. we could see it that's oh Olivia my gosh playing fetch in the background Look at how cute Vanny is. She's so happy. She is That's so what you're happy. supposed to do with a hurting I ball. Know. She's like, yeah, I'll play with Uh-huh. Okay. Olivia does not look like a border collie at all either. I know. It's so funny. That's why her DNA results threw me for a loop so We're much. We're like, what? I was like, yeah. Explained so much, except yeah. added so many more questions at the same <laughs> time. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that's my update. My goodness. Well, I watched Chucky. For the first time. I saw that on your Instagram story. How was oh, it? Oh, yeah. So stupid. It was so bad. I, uh, It's a cult classic, though. And yeah. I do try to, like, watch... Because I do love horror. So I try to mm-hmm. watch, like, all the classic horror movies. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, the original Halloween. The original, like, Omen. The Exorcist. Like, all those. And that one is yeah. one I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it, I mean, it was creepy. But it was, like, just... So so ridiculous i knew it was gonna be bad like i knew it was gonna be ridiculous but it wasn't exactly what i thought it was gonna be either so i have never seen it either but i've heard it's like very overdone it's just like over the top you know yeah yeah i mean like there's a couple scenes that were that were creepy for me though i i like when they don't reveal the monster in horror movies. Like the unknown, the uh, mystery Ooh. is what creeps me out the most. Yeah, I get that. And if you don't know the story behind Chucky, it's a serial killer that mm-hmm. does a like satanic ritual to put himself into the doll before he dies. Mm-hmm. So the doll is just the serial killer. Yeah. And because of that, like it doesn't actually creep me out that much because mm. the doll is not like a doll come to life. Yeah. It was a doll that was cursed by a evil person. Yeah. Like for okay. some reason that just like that. throws and I'm just like, yeah, it That's was fair. hilarious. It was pretty, it was, it was decent in that regard. Right. But yeah, it fair was enough. fun. And then I went to the beach. Yeah. How was the beach, With Hannah? the friends. The beach was so much fun. We all had Good. a blast. All my friends, I was a little nervous because I was the one that recruited all my friends to come okay. to the beach because, yeah. well, they wanted to go, but like they had never been there before this is cannon beach by the way okay and on the oregon coast and it's just such a nice beach and we had fires like camp beach fires both nights smoked some of the devil's lettuce (laughs) which was fun because i hadn't done that in a long time yeah and that was very much fun for me 
Good. And <laughs> yeah, it was a good experience. I did like it because I drank a lot less. That's yes. That's my because, favorite thing about weed is that yeah. I feel like I drink very little when I'm smoking because yeah. I don't need to, and then I don't right. feel hungover in the morning, which is the best. Yes. So yes, and it was just yeah, and it was just a good vibe for that too. Yeah. So love that. Um, there is a cougar. Did I tell you about the cougar there though? No. So they had a couple weeks before we left. There was a cougar sighting on the rock. So there's this famous rock on this beach uh, called Haystack Rock. Mm-hmm. I just hit the microphone. Sorry to anybody wearing earplugs Oops. or headphones. <laughs> and so they were watching it to make sure that it left. And so there was um, one. It doesn't usually come down to the beach, though. Mm-hmm. But the elk have been out. So one night we were sitting by the fire and Winnie saw something in the bushes. And she would not like usually if she sees something move, she'll stare at it for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But then she'll like calm down and let it go mm-hmm. this one she was sitting there by the on the by the fire with me for hours just staring at the spot she w- could not be consoled she would not go away she would not like we tried to go like up to it a little bit to smell what it was she was barking at it she was oh, shaking God. i finally oh. had to go put her in the car it was dark yeah. and cool out and she was a lot happier once i did that but it then the next day people said that they saw the cougars again like in town so i am very much convinced that oh, winnie God. saw one of the cougars uh-huh. the movement of the cougars back there and was trying to like tell me like that's terrifying. listen there is a lion on yes high key that is my least favorite thing about camping i remember going yeah. on like a little like wilderness hike or something with one yeah. of the like camp ranger you know the like forest service people and they were talking about how common it is for cougars and mountain lions and whatever to just like observe people yeah that like they are so they'll just sit there and watch that like yeah yeah they yeah. can sit there and watch you for like a pretty long amount of time and you yeah. would never know which is Never terrifying. Know. Like, that's not for me. I, don't I have like heard that. that about cougars, too, mm-hmm. is that it's actually if you see a cougar, you're mm-hmm. fine. It's if you yeah. don't see it, which that's is a bad awful. sign because that oh. means it's hunting you. This yeah. one seemed this one was pretty. We're really hoping they don't have to put it down because oh, it has been pretty shy like it's been pretty avoidant of people we never saw it it never came out because um and the one that was on the rock they it had they had to close the beach for the day and Mm -hmm. they waited until nighttime and that cougar would not leave while there was people there so i think the cougar was pretty scared of the people it was just like oh shit how did i get in the water but there's (laughs) how do i get out of this photographer captured pictures of this cougar in the waves though it's incredible it was so freaking cool so yeah but i i'm cougars i think they're beautiful but they scare the ever-loving shit out of me because yeah those are the ones that are in my area i mean they're in most areas in the in north america i think but like that that i don't mm -mm. yeah that's i don't like that at all so really cool but also what the fuck (laughs) not what you'd expect on the beach no, yeah, exactly. Anywho, well, I'm glad you survived. Jesus, I know no, we're fine. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, that's good. It was all. It was a real good time. I think everybody had fun, and good. yeah, here we are. Should we get started? Yes, we have a lot Should to talk, talk about today. Do you want to do the more like controversial one first? Yeah, if you want to, because uh, I am. You never told me what you're talking about today, and I'm very excited because oh. I'm like so curious about I you said it's a cool niche internet yes. niche thing right yeah it's yeah. like niche internet drama 
which is my favorite. So okay, cool. My favorite too. Okay, well let's talk. <laughs> let's get this one out of the way because okay. we uh, let's chat about this first, just because I don't know. Are you fine with that? Yeah. Let's yeah, save the fun for the end. Let's do um, it. So today we are going to talk about the Lizzo accusation. Situation. Yep. A situation. Probably more is going to happen by the time this episode comes out. But mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of interested in this particular topic. So I'm going to summarize everything. Are you pretty familiar with the whole? Have you been following it? Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. I'm just yeah. going to summarize it for people. So they relatively know what we're talking about. I am sure uh, most of you know what we're talking about. Most of you are aware of the Lizzo accusations. But so basically Lizzo, the very famous rapper and singer too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's singer, singer, rapper. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, She has, she's had some really amazing hits, very radio. She's always on the radio. Yeah. Everybody knows. And I, she's very well known for being um, a fat, activist as well as a black woman like she's she's been very well known for like her takes on feminism body positivity radical self-acceptance kind of stuff radical self yeah and i very much have enjoyed her music since then i'm not like a stan or anything but Mm -hmm. i definitely like enjoy her music when it comes on the radio and stuff so three of her previous backup dancers have recently come out with accusations Mm -hmm. they filed a lawsuit against Lizzo saying basically saying it reminds me very much of the Ellen DeGeneres situation like it sounds very much like all of her employees suddenly coming Mm -hmm. forward and being like yeah this is such a toxic work environment and we've been like dealing with this forever and it's like that very much that Ellen DeGeneres of like everybody thought Ellen DeGeneres like she donates so much money blah 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 blah. so this was quite shocking I would say for a yeah. lot of people 100%. and the accusations are, Oh, I guess trigger warning for like Ooh, yeah. Whoops. sexual Sorry, assault slash coercion mm-hmm. and just other, just like abuse of power kind of things. Mm-hmm. I think most people probably know the trigger warnings in this, but yeah. Just and FYI, like fat phobia and body stuff too. Fat phobia. Yeah. We're going to be talking about probably some racism yeah, in, oh, the, sure. in, yeah. in this conversation as well. So they have accused her of some sexual harassment mm-hmm. and toxic work environments. They've accused Lizzo of body shaming, of mm-hmm. uh, just generally not being great, uh, fearing yeah. for their jobs. Specifically, she took these dancers for a night out to a nude club Mm -hmm. that had dancers in it, but it was a, it's a club known for having a more interactive, most strip clubs you go to, you can't interact or touch the dancers for Mm -hmm. obvious safety reasons, Yes, but this one is more interactive and these, the accusers slash victims have uh, are accusing Lizzo of like pressuring them to yeah. catch dildos that have come out of the dancers genitalia eat bananas that are coming out of that have been used as a performance in genita- in said genitalia yeah. uh, pressured them to touch the breasts of a dancer and then one of the security guards it was claimed that she coerced him to get on stage where his pants were then pulled down and the general feeling from the dancers was that they felt like they had to go along with this, even though they mm-hmm. were uncomfortable. Yeah. They felt their job was at stake 
if they didn't and that it yes. wasn't overtly said but implied that yes. Lizzo liked people that were game that were more yeah that were it's ready to do that kind of stuff like very much the abuse of power kind of allegations that like while no yes. one might have like outright or explicitly directed or commanded you to do these things yes. the writing on the wall was that if you don't do these things you don't participate you don't pretend to be unbothered by somebody uh pressuring you you know ignoring your refusal like so kind of violating your consent to participate in these things not kind of actually violating your consent to participate in these things that like there could be negative consequences for you at work which obviously is like a problem so yeah yeah right which i think it i don't want to yeah and i think that's I'm afraid of people minimizing that because that's very mm -hmm. much a thing. Like, for example, you know, one of the dancers, also the one that ended up claiming she soiled herself because she yes. felt pressured to stay during a 12-hour rehearsal and yeah. didn't feel like she could leave. And I mean, I've heard of it. It very much reminded me of the football player that they used to uh, pressure the football players to keep practicing because mm -hmm. uh, the kind of like that manly thing of like getting a drink of water is seen as weak mm, and mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. somebody yes. i mean football players and other athletes have died because they didn't wow. advocate for themselves and stop and say hey i need to go get a drink of water i'm getting heat stroke or whatever yeah and it feels very much like that where it's not mm -hmm. like anybody was saying don't get a drink of water yeah. but they felt like others mm -hmm. weren't and so therefore they were weak if they did so yeah. like it felt very much like that like that vibe of like you have to go through this rehearsal another one said that she was having health issues mm -hmm. and Lizzo did offer for her to go on leave but mm -hmm. she again said that she didn't feel like she could because yeah. others weren't so a lot of that kind of stuff just a yeah. lot of a lot of like you said abusive power and yeah. stuff like that and then Lizzo has responded uh, via Instagram yeah. and said that she basically denies all accusations. Yeah. I We could read her response, but I don't think I'm, I think we know. It's I think quite I, lengthy. Actually. It's very lengthy. Yeah. She basically, <laughs> in, in, um, in essence, she denies all the accusations, obviously had a lawyer help her. Yeah. Right. Which we'll talk about the lawyer too. I know. And... The thing that stood out, the thing that I really did not like about her response, it was her, like, emphasis on how she's so sexually open mm -hmm. and, like, kind of used that. It kind of, again, implying, not directly saying, but kind of implying that because she's so sexually yeah. free and open, that's why she behaves like that, which yeah. doesn't mean you get to impose that on other people without yes. their consent. So, yes. That is yeah. such a so, key difference. That's the summary. Mickey. Yeah. Do you want to just tell me like your like basic like what are what are your thoughts and feelings that come up with all this stuff since you've been also I following mean, this pretty closely? The what thing that's think? difficult for me is that I feel like this is a complex situation because this is like an interesting intersection between somebody occupying a couple of marginalized identities while also at the same time possessing this place of power and privilege that like in a lot of ways allegedly granted her the opportunity to abuse that 
position of power to then victimize other people right yeah but the thing that like sucks like first of all i am like a fan or was a fan i guess of lizzo as a fat person it's nice seeing fat celebrities be unapologetically fat in like yes. you know public and like very much just the vibe of like fat people just doing things you know <laughs> like, right it's just like allowed right. to exist as this fat person right. and and love yourself and be sexually liberated and all of this stuff yes. um but also at the same time like i i feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before i just generally am not a person who has any like undying allegiances to celebrities or like right. large public figures because like First of all, we don't know them. But second of all, right. like, I'm just of the mind that it's impossible to not be disappointed by a celebrity or public figure in some regard. Because, <laughs> That's like, so true. People are flawed. And it, like, I feel like in a way it's kind of the billionaire thing, too. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on the last episode that, like, you don't get to be a billionaire without exploiting people, right? Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. That's not a thing. And Correct. so I just have some questions about celebrities and like like i guess larger influencers to a lesser extent but like especially larger celebrities who are like you know making millions and millions of dollars every year that like i just find it hard to believe that there's not like i i feel like pretty strongly that most celebrities if not all celebrities have either directly on purpose or on accident done this exploited yeah and maybe not to this degree Mm -hmm. and to be clear i'm not apologizing the things that you're doing i'm not like trying to normalize that it's like everybody's doing it because like that's fucked up but i just like i guess what i'm saying is that like i am disappointed because i did like lizzo but also the cynical part of me is like not particularly surprised you know and so i just like i have a lot less just almost even feelings i know yeah i just i have less of a hard time sort of disavowing one celebrity in particular because like to me they're all kind of bad people in a way i don't know i guess that's yeah. like kind of a hot take but like i just have a hard time believing that none of them are you know flawed in some like way like they all have these lawsuits they just haven't happened yet yes like- <laughs> how many celebrities have settled out of court and we don't know about yeah. it you know yeah um but also true. at the same time I am really, really sad because the reality is that the blowback of this um, is going to affect primarily black women, but especially fat black women and like fat people generally and like people Uh of marginalized identities. I've seen a lot of discourse. Like if you just Google Lizzo right now, all Uh of the articles are talking about this like weight positive icon is uh-huh. actually a liar and so there's all of this coverage about like see we told you fat people could never love themselves and like uh-huh. this woman like of course she hates herself because all people who look like her do and just like i've seen comments from people saying like she's just as ugly on the inside as she is on the outside and just like oh god yeah well and the thing that sucks is that like the hell Lizzo does that have never... to do with anything exactly but like Lizzo will never hear you but all the people in your life will all the uh-huh. people that you share space with will hear you talk shit about black women and about fat people and about people who Seriously. look like her you know and so it just it just sucks because I'm like this is not the attention that <laughs> anybody in these marginalized communities needed you know and like I feel like we should we should hold her accountable for being hypocritical and like you know an abuser of power allegedly um without like leveling personal attacks about her appearance and stuff because it doesn't hurt the people that you think it's hurting you know Mm-hmm. so that was my biggest fear coming out of this is that um and 
granted take all my opinions about this not you but well you too but like the whole audience because yeah. i'm very much not in any of the groups these marginalized Fair. groups that lizzo is a part of yeah. so uh just speaking as somebody who tries their best to be an ally is like i'm just really scared that this is yeah like we like you said mm-hmm. that this is going to warrant or justify yeah. fat mm-hmm. phobia racism yes um, yeah. and things like that and mm-hmm. uh without i think the thing that's frustrating for me is that's very much the vibe okay and i'm not comparing lizzo to this but this is just like a metaphor to think of like um sure. during mass tragedies that involve mm-hmm. weapons mm-hmm. uh people if one trans person is the yep. is the perp yep. or yep. one asian man like or one muslim mm-hmm. then yeah. that is transferred to that whole group of people yes. and then yeah. those same people ignore the fact that nine over 90% of murders yeah. are done by category. men yeah most of those are white men so it's just frustrating that i feel like then this is gonna happen and it's like let's just ignore the countless Mm -hmm. white skinny people that have been accused of these same things and then like and also use that use use, these things you know right like their whiteness is not used as a reason for their yes actions or their their but lizzo's fatness maleness yeah or lizzo's blackness is like Mm -hmm. gonna be brought into it Mm -hmm. which i just it sucks yeah it's really hard and i think it's we have to remember there's separate issues though Mm -hmm. like we're not we're not apologizing for lizzo no we're like i just want people to know those are separate things like but also so it just sucks that we can't yeah. hold someone like a public figure accountable without bad faith bigots uh, right. trying to capitalize on the minutia of this situation to push their yes. bigoted agenda. You know, yeah, like it just is frustrating that she is going to get held up as this like example of like, see, this is why this is bad. Yeah. And like, actually, that's not true. Like, in my opinion, this has a lot more to do with how money and power and fame corrupt people yeah um and like enable people to do shitty things you Mm -hmm. know that's what i think happened with ellen degeneres honestly i don't think that inherently she like grew up as a bad person or anything i'm not saying she's a bad person i don't know ellen degeneres at all but i think she got so much money and power yes and I think this is what happens when you're surrounded by yes men. Mm -hmm. I think this is what happens when all you do is surround yourself with people who want to be. And she and Ellen DeGeneres had this show that so many like, oh, my God, we're going on Ellen. Right. Like somebody went viral and they're like, we're going on Ellen. They're going to do absolutely anything to please her and not say anything bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's. That's, I think it comes with abuse of Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein. I think you think. I know. Uh, he was a. He, okay. That one I have He less. is a shitty person. Yeah, I don't that care. One I, I'm I saying it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. He's, he's the devil. <laughs> but like, again, he got away with all that yeah. stuff because of yeah. all that money and power mm-hmm. and the power that he had to tell yeah. women and normal and saying like yes well this is yeah. just what happens in show business mm-hmm. and i think the same thing for lizzo i don't think it has anything to do with any of her identities i don't think she yeah. was lying when she was advocating for no. body positivity yeah. I, I don't think she's anyways. lying when she's yeah. trying to just exist as somebody in a bigger body like i don't yeah. think she was 
lying about any of those things. I think that when you're surrounded by people that want to please you and put you on this pedestal. Yeah. Along with millions of dollars. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Stanford prison experiment in psychology? You've probably heard like, of it in like yeah, your psych I feel like classes. Yeah, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't remember the details of this. So, sorry, I keep kind of going off the rails, but it's like all this stuff reminds me so much Please of do. this thing. Same thing. So they showed, so the Stanford prison experiment, essentially they put uh, two groups of equal boys. Like there was nothing separating them from oh, each other. They put yes. them in two groups and they assigned yeah. one group to be the prisoners and mm-hmm. one group to be the guards. Yeah. That was, they were just randomly assigned. There was mm-hmm. no other consensus, or consensus, that's not the word I was looking for, but there was no other, uh, yeah. yeah. And they found through that experiment <clears throat> that the people that were guards, just because they were given the label of having yeah. power over another group, they started to act more and more cruel towards the yeah. prisoners and started treating the prisoners less like people. Again, that's an extreme example, not saying yeah. that all celebrities are like that in particular, but it's very interesting that we think that we would be above that mm-hmm. if we were given that much money and power. That's fair. But that's not necessarily true. I think anybody is capable of... Yes, very much so. Do what this. it's worth, there is like some discourse about the the stanford prison experiment just because the example is like yes. very it's like very much the thing that psychology does where we take white men and conduct experiments oh on i them, know and then we apply yeah. it to everybody and like everybody yeah you know like that's not true yeah. um i think i agree i like, know white men in particular seem to have historically a problem um yes. with appreciating <laughs> the gravity that comes along with having yes. a position of power Yes, However, I, agree. I don't I, I don't mean, disagree with what you're saying, though, because I think yeah. like it's I mean, it's just like very much the sort of cliche that like absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. You know, like right. I think also to an extent, there is an interesting conversation to be had about how experiencing marginalization and then this like very whiplash experience into, you know, having this position of power um, and not having the opportunity or the time or like choosing, I guess, to some degree to not process the trauma that came along with that could Mm -hmm. cause somebody to act out those abuses that they experienced onto other people it's like very Mm. much the thing you and i have talked about this before it's like very much the difference between being empowered versus wanting to exert Mm -hmm. power over Mm -hmm. others you know and not that this is a thing that happens to marginalized people specifically because it's not but like Mm -hmm. it is a thing that happens to human beings generally Mm -hmm. that like especially when we haven't had support or resources around processing that stuff we can i don't know that lizzo was doing it inadvertently to be fair but like for general people we can inadvertently act out that desire to like take power from other people to soothe that like trauma wound you know Mm. and so i don't disagree with what you're saying that like i think people generally are vulnerable to like becoming bad people when we have like unfettered access to power Mm -hmm. and money and like all of these people who just like you know blow smoke up your ass all of the time it's just yeah it's it's like a sad scary thing i think about like this situation specifically but just like about people generally it's like i I think the reason i'm struggling with it is because it makes me feel very like doom and gloom about the state of affairs of people generally you know i was just thinking that same thing like all those young girls teenagers especially that look up to lizzo yeah uh, they must be so 
devastated. Yes. Like, yeah. To just it is feel devastating. like finally somebody that represents me who's, you know, won awards and is genuinely mm-hmm. so talented and advocates for me and all this yeah. stuff. And now everybody's going to use it as a reason why I'm still invalid. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it just sucks. And especially because Which is like, kind of on like Lizzo, were... though, because. Oh, yeah. That yeah. kind of sucks that she took person. that. Sh- yeah. That like yeah. she kind of ruined that for a lot of people that like. Yeah. But also, you too, know, like, again, I'm not defending Lizzo because I, you know, the things that she's allegedly done. You believe um, the victims. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, it does suck that like icons and role models for black women but especially like fat black women are so few and far between that the one time we have one and they come out to be a bad person that like there is this like okay great like we're back to fucking like uh you know step zero basically because there are no other people you know like it is so difficult for people of color and fat people and like women generally yeah. honestly who don't fit the like societal right. ideal to be famous that like Lizzo was it that that's like all we had basically and like you know and... like like her being a bad person basically means that there's like nobody else to fill that void for now anyways that's sad well and me. it's so interesting that the consequences of her acting this way mm-hmm. The consequences on marginalized groups is so yeah. much greater than, say, if yeah. Blake Lively was, yes. if yes. was came out and was accused of all these same things. Like we would all be really mad at her, but yeah. she was she's not held to the same standards. Yes, exactly. In this, yeah, like I think that's she's what not I'm held to, to those. Okay, yeah, she's not like yeah. um, there's not groups of marginalized people looking up to Blake Lively yes. and being like, yes, um, being like, please don't mess up, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like almost unfair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I'm not again. It's really hard to yes. not sell. I'm trying really not to sound like I'm defending Lizzo because I'm not, I and I yeah. I really do. I completely condone, condemn. Contemn. Condemn. Yes. Condemn. I was like, we don't condone that, Hannah. Not condone. No, no. <laughs> condemn her actions. Yeah. But it is a little unfair that that the back that the blowout from this is so much mm-hmm. greater than if again Blake Lively did the exact yes. same thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I feel like it's also kind of the thing or Taylor too Swift. that like <laughs> I know, yeah. That because it's not as difficult for white thinned women to be famous and to be pop stars and to be like adored by the mm-hmm. masses that if one of them fucks up or turns out to be a bad person then it's just kind of like on to the next you know like we'll all just yeah. worship somebody else and so it just kind of comes with the territory they're like nah they're just a person right like it's fine but it is kind of like this pressure i think like because lizzo was occupying this very unique place in uh public discourse and like the celebrity world because it is much more difficult for mm-hmm. black women and fat people and like you know people with marginalized identities to mm-hmm. be approved of by the public that it was almost like you have to be perfect and if you're not perfect mm-hmm. then like you are going to get flamed you know and like again mm-hmm. what she did allegedly um is horribly inappropriate and not okay and like that should be condemned like on its own but it does suck to feel like people sort of hold black women up to the standard of like you have to be perfect and if you're not like we're going to tear your world down and like you know there are people like fucking colleen ballinger who are doing 
the most egregious bullshit and like still has millions of followers i guess to be fair it's not like lizzo's career is going to go away after this probably Um, not. yeah but it does suck to see people care less about shitty actions from white uh and thin and like you know non-marginalized people and then stuff like this happens to a black woman and it's like we're all gonna throw the book at her you know like again Mm -hmm. what she did is not okay and like i think i'm not a fucking lizzo fan anymore but it does the difference i guess guess that's the thing that's hard is it's like like yes and like you can't tease these things out from each other because like her identity and like her marginalization doesn't exist in a vacuum you know what i'm saying it's a confusing thing to talk about i think the difference for us is that like we don't we like we believe the victims that are accusing her and like the impact that she has on all of her victims yeah is like egregious and not you know and like terrible and like very very not the best version of herself we should say it's the reaction of the public because this is such a public thing Mm -hmm. i think is the the troubling part about this that um it's going to be taken into that that uh that fat phobic racist place no matter what yes like even though most of us are trying to stay away from that because the way yeah. she looks, I mean, has nothing to do with this, like, uh, with her taking advantage of her power. Yes. So yeah. for me, it's like two, again, two different issues here of like the situation yeah. itself. Like, yes, believe the believe the victims. This not none none of none of what she did was okay, but like yeah. also the public backlash, mm-hmm. the way that it's handled is very is a whole separate thing. Yeah, I feel like I don't think we're apologizing. Telling. Yeah. Uh, being an apologist, I think we're saying like, "Hey, this isn't an excuse." Yeah, to be a bigot. No, yeah, exactly. I think the people's reaction, like the public's reaction, is just very telling about our yeah. cultural state of affairs. You know, um, yes, the way that we treat people who look like Lizzo and just don't happen to be as famous or powerful as Lizzo. It like becomes a a moment i think where people say the quiet part out loud and like give themselves permission to say these really bigoted and fucked up things because like oh okay she's a bad person so i can say all of these things that are actually really fucking terrible and like no bitch no you can't like can we please honor in the same breath that while lizzo is a bad person also that people who look like lizzo are perfectly good and normal people and deserve to take up space you know just like shut the fuck up Uh, like yes yeah, it's just hard. Like her, her actions have absolutely nothing to do, yeah, with her being or or her body or her race. Like it yeah. has nothing to do with that. Like yeah. she, I think it's an abuse of power, not yes. and money, not yeah. That's ugh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm glad we talked about it first because I I don't know how to feel. I feel I, like the I way that ima- we yeah. Yeah, I think it also goes without saying, too, that, like, as two white women, this is a thing that's difficult for us to, like, get it right, I guess, in terms of the way that we're talking about it. Because, like you were saying earlier, like, you know, sure, like, yes, I am a fat person, but, like, I have no concept of what it's like to to be be marginalized in the way that right. Lizzo probably was and, like, black people are generally. Right. Um, so it's just a difficult thing for us to talk about because we yeah. don't have like lived experience in that category yeah you know we could comment on like the actions themselves yeah but like there's a lot yeah. of nuance to this that we have no mm-hmm. clue about so yeah. yeah there's definitely aspects of this conversation I that are just, just like you know 
maybe a thing that we should <laughs> that we can't leave speak better on. said right yeah yeah right and sure. that a lot of people shouldn't speak on <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. So. i just my heart goes out to the victims though that yeah. are coming forward with something like this is mm-hmm. very difficult i would imagine yeah and they're also getting with... eaten alive in the press which sucks yes which is very yes just um the fact that they were still willing to try to stand up for themselves i think yeah. was uh Admirable. is honorable and yeah. i yeah and i hope that um again assuming if these accusations are true hope they get justice i hope so too for it so okay we will Should see we, do you want to move on let's, yes let's talk about something slightly lighter let's talk about so i am i have no idea what mickey's gonna talk about so. oh boy hannah okay Tell so me. allow me to take you on a journey um okay first and foremost i'm gonna send you a tiktok if you Ooh. want to put it in the final video you can i'm just gonna send okay. it to you it's literally just a video because the actual original tiktok has been taken down at this point oh no i just sent you the video so let me know when you get it it's okay. two minutes you don't have to watch the whole thing just watch the part that this person is stitching actually Hold on. Don't watch it yet. Let me explain some stuff first. I haven't gotten it yet. Okay, great. (laughs) So while that's ending, so let me introduce you to some characters here are like main players in this situation. So the thing that we're talking about today is some very niche internet drama from a corner of TikTok. Oh, wait, I just got it. Okay. Okay, good. This is from a corner of TikTok that I am a part of um, or like a consumer of anyways. Okay. That I never anticipated that this would be drama, but it has blown (laughs) up to such epic proportions. This is fascinating to me. So the first player in this situation is a creator whose name is Karin Joy. Karin used to be an RN. She recently left her job as a nurse to pursue being an influencer full time. And her content niche is home decor. A lot of what she does uh, is like maximalism. It's very colorful. Some people have called Mm -hmm. it like serotonin decor, where it's like very much like things that look like other things, like a stool that looks like a lime or a lamp that looks like a gummy bear. Uh Um, And like she has this big crayon, like this larger than life crayon. surrealist kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. She has this big giant crayon on her wall and then like a stick uh, or a a squiggle of peel and stick wallpaper that looks like the crayon was drawing on the wall. Just like very fun, very colorful, very loud. Yes. I found Car and Joy a while ago and I have been like an avid consumer of her content. First of all, because I just love her sense of style and because she talks a lot about how like I don't really care if this is like stylish or like in like it makes me happy. Right. And so like that's why I'm putting this stuff in my room. I don't care if you guys think it's ugly. It's just because it brings a smile to my face and I want my house to make me happy. Right. So I love that and have like, you know, loved watching all of her DIYs and she like repaints stuff and puts stuff up and whatever. Do you have a question? I, no, I was just thinking there's another creator that I watch like that that I think I sent you a while <laughs> oh, ago because no. I was like, oh, my God, you would love this interior yeah. designer. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to compute in my head if it's the same person or not. It might be one of the other people in this situation. Um, when can I watch the video? After I tell you about this next person. Oh, OK. Now so- I, you you put a video in front of me and I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. Trigger fingers. I'm very excited. So our second <laughs> player in this situation. Okay, uh, so you have Joy. Yes, we have Karin Joy, who is like the, you know, dopamine decor lady, very maximalist, very fun, very DIY. Um, She's also just a joy, to be clear. She's like the nicest, kindest, sweetest person, at least as far as we can tell uh, from videos and stuff. She's like very sweet. The other person in this equation. Yes. 
The other person in this equation, uh, their name is Tay Beep Boop. It's their Instagram handle. People okay. have just been referring to her as Tay. To make it easier, Tay Beep Boop is also a creator and influencer in the home decor niche, is also a maximalist, is also very colorful, very loud, does a lot of DIY stuff, and has made a career off of platforming like we should bring color back into the world. Like we should decorate our houses in a way that make us happy, right? Of note is that Tay recently had a collaboration with a wallpaper company um, okay. where Tay submitted a bunch of designs. They like worked on it together, whatever. But there was like a wallpaper collection that came out where there was a bunch of cool designs. And like, you know, again, the things like very loud, very colorful, um, yeah. vinyl decals, like the whole thing, right? Yeah. When this situation all started, Car and Joy had 1.8 million followers. And Tay Beep Boop had 1.9 million followers. Okay. What so happened? Similar follower counts. Yes. So what happened is that Tay Beep Boop made a TikTok directly addressing Karin Joy. Karin, well, Tay Beep Boop blocked Karin Joy, then made this TikTok about her talking about some DMs and stuff that she's received. So that's the TikTok that I sent you. So watch that. We can okay. put it up on the screen for people. So Tay you. got DMs from Karin. Mm-mm. Tay no. got DMs from her own followers and just like random people on the internet oh, and then okay. made a video about it. And then block, but blocked her and then made a video. Okay. Yes. Also, I just realized I sent you the wrong TikTok. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here, hold on. Let me send you this one because I want you to watch the original video first. Okay. Can you see this? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you want to read to the DM or can you read it? I reached out to the creator two months ago asking her not to copy me. Hey, just an FYI, Karen Joy has completely stolen your ideas. Please passes them off as her own and, exe- and executes them terribly. You're the queen, but wow, she's getting a following just reducing, just redoing everything you do. Okay. Okay. So watch this video. It's terrible. Um, you're not going to watch the whole TikTok. It's like five minutes long because it's someone who stitches this video, but I want you to watch Tay Beep Boop's original video that she made about Karen. Okay. I'm about to be so petty and I've never done something like this before, but there is a large creator who is just getting out of hand. So this is my mossy mirror that I made and immediately she makes this, which is like fine. That's what the coincidence, whatever. Um, I have this green squiggle art gallery and now she does too. The difference is she's hanging something else. So that's different. That's creative. Um, but she's also ripping off my boyfriend's art. So that's my boyfriend's art. I have a monster head art gallery. He makes monster heads. They're so realistic and beautiful. This is her version. This is her monster head art gallery. Then I painted my room green and blue. They're very abnormal color choices and I got a lot of hate for it, but I really love it. And I spent months choosing the colors. Look at what colors she's doing for her kitchen and she's painting her appliances. Um, so that's just like another weird coincidence and she hung up this cake wallpaper that just happens to be my actual wallpaper line that I have Look at this photo orange couch wallpaper monster head art gallery That orange couch is literally the knockoff of my orange couch and that's my wallpaper, which is fine Anyone can buy it. Um, I also created a gradient room where my whole room is gradients and then she decided to make an ombre room strange coincidence.
I have definitely one of those. I don't know which one it is, but definitely one yeah. of those is the ones that I've. I feel that like I you was like, oh my a, god. Yeah, I feel like you sent me a Tay Beep Boop video. It must have been Tay Beep Boop. That sounds yeah. more familiar. Regardless of all the drama, uh-huh. those rooms slap. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love yes. making your whole house look like a fun house for kids seems so, so appealing. Yes. Um, so cool. A monster wall. I want I a know. monster head wall. So okay. Tay made that video. And it did not go well. It did not go the way that she planned, I don't think, because people were absolutely (laughs) dragging her to the pits of hell and back in her comment section. What are your initial impressions, first of all? Because I'm very curious your take on this. I actually, so I've never heard of this drama before in particular, but I have a lot of thoughts on the whole creators copying other creators thing Mm -hmm. because, um, and I've watched, so Jamie French uh, has, have you heard of her? She's great. She has a lot of thoughts on this topic. She's made a whole video about it because she has been dragged for like, um, remember the tiny face trend? Yes. Where you put, where you cover part of your face and do makeup to make it look like you have a tiny Tiny face. face. Yeah. So like Jamie got dragged for doing that because she didn't, because she said in the video she was inspired by other creators, but like the creator like that thinks that they created it would get Uh so mad at her for copying them when she literally didn't like she's just a trend that she was doing and I do think it gets taken too far all the time because I feel like so I do that too like I get inspiration from other people in my niche yes like I've been um as one does uh Loey Lane and Loey Lane and I have been like uh uh not messaging but commenting on each other's videos Mm -hmm recently or whatever and we consistently do videos about the same topics and we're aware of each other yeah and i not gonna lie i mean like i got inspiration for my tiktok series directly from her yeah but i just do it from a skeptic's point of view and she does it from a believer's point of view yeah which is great am i copying her i'm getting tagged in all the same like videos as her Mm -hmm. i but i pick my own videos i have my own commentary yes um but like other videos that she's done like i'm like oh i want to talk about that too Mm -hmm. if she did that i would have absolutely no issue with it and i just think it's really interesting that we get real uptight on social media like that like the person in the first the video you sent me yeah they said we all get in social media is all getting inspired by each other yes tiktok is created off of using other people's sounds Mm mm-hmm that's to make your own video point. and stuff. Yes. Thank you. Hannah. So I have mixed feelings about my initial reaction is I understand from a human point of view why that would be very frustrating to feel like every sure. time you came out with something, this other creator in the same niche comes out with the exact same thing or like something very similar. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's just kind of like. Yes, exactly. What's it matter? What do you want her to do? Yes. Yeah. Like, so I don't there There know. are ancillary seems... details here that are also important for you to know. Okay. First of okay. all, the timeline for all of these projects, you know how she did the direct comparison of like, this is my mossy right. mirror. This is her mossy mirror. This is my squiggle. That's her squiggle. Right. Um, the right. timing of those videos going up on their respective. Such a weird sentence. I know. The timing this is my of those... squiggle. This is her squiggle. <laughs> the timing of those videos going up on their respective TikToks account tiktok accounts is so close that either one of them trying to copy the other person would have been almost impossible 
Okay. Because we're talking about DIY stuff here that takes like hours yeah. and hours. You know, like painting a wall, putting together yeah. a moss mirror, like that takes a lot of time. That's a um, days. Yes. Of work. And so the idea that like Karin could have seen Tay putting this video up and then directly copied her is a stretch uh, just from a time perspective. But also, like, for example, the mossy mirror that Karin Joy made, um, this was a series that she had on her TikTok because her original yeah. goal was to make, have you seen people make like wavy mirrors where they put expanding foam and then they cover it in like joint compound and like sand it and smooth it. So it's like this bubbly sort of, surface around the outside no but that sounds amazing yeah yeah it's a trend it's a thing lots of people on yeah. pinterest do it her original intent was to make a mirror like that but yeah. she had a lot of issues with the mirror cracking and the joint compound falling mm-hmm. off and it was like a very frustrating thing she said uh at more than one point i'm highly considering just throwing this thing in the trash and <laughs> starting again um because mm-hmm. it was all cracked and she couldn't paint over it and create a smooth surface so the way that she worked around it was just by putting some leftover moss from another project that she had on the mirror to cover the cracks essentially um and just say like fuck it my bedroom is like neutral themed and so this will fit we'll just do like a little nature inspired moment for the mirror to try to cover these cracks and salvage this project right and so again like creating the mossy mirror wasn't even her initial intent um but also the timing of this is suspicious for tay to say like she copied me when actually she had been working on this project for at least days and days before the final video went up on top of that actually what are what are your opinions about the wallpaper comment that she made that that's my wallpaper that Uh she bought from she, but I mean, she did say, well, that's fine. Anybody can buy that wallpaper. Yeah. But if it is fine, why did you include it? In the yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's obviously not fine or you wouldn't be talking about it. It's such a weird take to say yeah. like, this person's copying me because they bought this wallpaper that I made specifically for other people to buy. They gave and- me money. <laughs> Hello? Like, why? That's that's a weird hill to die on, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I'm mad at you for buying the product that I have specifically created to be for sale yeah. for DIY use. I think I, I – listen. <laughs> my take on this whole thing, I uh, – back when I was first starting my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. as many of you know, I watched hours of YouTube gurus yeah. every single day yeah. talking about how to build a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and best practices. And one thing that really – when you're small, you cannot help but be jealous of anybody who has – 10 more subscribers than you, you're jealous. Because when you have less than 100 subscribers, somebody who has 300 subscribers seems giant, right? It's rough out there, man. And I really struggled with this feeling of jealousy or comparing myself like, oh my God, this channel only has three videos and they already have 600 subscribers. I have like 50 videos and mine only has this many. And I really struggled with that. And something that really, really, really helped me in those early days was uh, it's a YouTube guru help help channel called Roberto Blake. Mm -hmm. And he said simply... There is room on YouTube for everyone. Yes. And no truer words have ever been said. And mm-hmm. that because I looked at him and his niche with the other YouTube gurus. Do they do they like compete with each other? No, they no. promote each other's videos. They they collab. They yes. do live streams together. Yeah. They tell people to go super chat their friends. Yes. Because there is room because you can watch more than one YouTube channel. 
You can subscribe to yeah. lots of YouTube channels. Many people watch Loie Lade's TikTok videos and, and my yours. TikTok yes. videos. Following because they somebody is free. Different takes. <laughs> exactly. And that resonated so much because yeah. it's when you're playing the comparison game, mm-hmm. it's you know that it's toxic, you know it's yes. illogical. Yeah. But it's very it's a natural human thing to do. And realizing yeah. that there is room for everybody who is willing to uh put in the work of making a YouTube channel. Yeah, but if you really, really want to do it, there is room for multiple people in the same niche. Yes. Like everybody yes. can make good money off of it. It's not like just because somebody else comes into your niche, that means that there's they're less gonna, for you. That yes. there's less for you. And I think that's really important to note here. She's yeah. acting as if she could be the only Yes interior like crazy interior design mm-hmm. uh surrealist artists on tiktok which is simply not the case like correct a, a healthy mindset would be like whoa look at this creator's amazing moss mirror like yeah. oh my gosh i love the way she did it like mm-hmm. compared to mine yes. like go follow her reaching out to that creator say hey you want to do a collab project like maybe one of yes. us can fly out to the other and we can uh, make a make do a project together and you build each other up and it's just it it uh gives real insecure yes in, very insecurity for yes yeah her to be so it's, concerned it's giving like that, capitalist scarcity mindset but it's also yes. like you know not a girl's girl kind of energy you know yes Which that's the sad. other thing i kind of thought of is a mm-hmm. little bit like yeah like there's not room for others in this space. Yes. Like, as if she invented. Yes. Uh, like, you never got inspiration from other Literally. artists also, that did surreal all art. All fucking like, art at this point, all art is derivative. Like, don't get me wrong. derivative. I'm not saying that we should right. be writing people off blatantly. No. Ripping off, especially like a big creator ripping off. Yeah, like a small creator and all of that. Like, that's fucked up, right? And all art is fucking derivative like especially right. in in the realm of like home decor and interior design trends like we all have the internet we've all been either directly or subconsciously inspired by things that are popular by people who are getting attention for doing certain things you know like i've openly talked about how my set was like very heavily inspired by car and joy because i like in watching her content yeah was so inspired to say like I am done with trying to hide this part of me that wants my space to be loud and obnoxious and ridiculous and like maybe a little bit gaudy, you know? Yeah. It doesn't go together and it doesn't give sophisticated, but it makes me really happy, you know? And like there's literally nothing wrong with that. Like I have a hard time believing that Car and Joy would be like, side eye at you for inspiring your home decor based on like what I've done, you know? Right. I um it seems like stirring up drama just because for no yes. reason. I think it sucks too when um this has happened a lot with creators where their followers start messaging them about something like this and then mm-hmm. and they overreact very quickly. Yes. I mean it happened to Illuminati. Like that's how I the literally Illuminati thought the same thing, thing saga started. <laughs> Was yes. her follower saying like Legal <laughs> Eagles plagiarizing you? Look, he's just blatantly plagiarizing you. Yeah, and then and she then, was like, <gasps> and then yep. you stuck your nose I where mean, it fucking sh- didn't belong, and look what happened. She, uh huh, exactly, and it was saying, like the start of her downfall. And yes. it's just like maybe be real careful about like 
Yes. Stirring up things that maybe you could either handle privately. Like, (laughs) did you try reaching out to Karin Joy and Mm. asking her? That's, yes. Like, hey. That's the other thing, actually, is they have had DMs. Yeah. Supposedly, Tay Beep Boop reached out to Karin, basically saying, like, please stop copying me. And Karin said that these interactions were, from Karin's point of view, very pleasant. She said Tabby Boop was really pleasant and kind to me. I had no idea that she didn't like me or that she felt like I was ripping her off. Um, And so she was like, I thought that we had kind of handled this in the DMs. And, like, Karin basically had said, like, yes, I am heavily inspired by you. You're one of the first creators that I saw on this platform. And, like, I don't want to be directly copying you. And so now that I feel more secure in myself, I'm starting to kind of, like, branch away from that, right? Right. But Tay, I guess, was not satisfied with that response. And Karin made her own video talking about... What did she want to do? Delete all of her videos or something? Karin made her own video where she was, like, near tears talking about how blindsided she was because she was like I thought that this creator and I were like you know friendly like I had no idea that she felt this way about me and she was like I'm just really disappointed that it was handled this way because like I don't feel like it needed to be like this um it was really really sad (laughs) it was really awful because she is this like little ray of sunshine and this girl just like or this woman rather just came after her for what? I agree with you, though, because the other that was the thing that stuck out to me, too. I think you and I have talked about this privately, but I remember getting advice from a creator who was larger than me when I was like in the, you know, my channel was smaller. And it is a very human thing, right? Like you and I have talked about this on the podcast before that like when your channel blew up while mine was stagnating, obviously I was like excited for you and over the moon to see your success like manifest. But also there's this jealousy of like, fuck like what am i doing uh-huh. wrong like i want that you know it's like an envy yeah. thing and i've had that same thing yes. about your channel too we, when we it like was the opposite yeah mm-hmm. and so like that is very human right yeah. but the thing that this yeah. creator said yeah, okay. um they like reminded me anyways um of that sentiment that rising tides raise all ships right there is good to be had for everybody in a particular yeah. niche or a particular platform for more attention to be drawn to the subject that you make videos about or the platform that you make content on and it is useless and also not a good look to try to tear people down just because you don't want them in your content niche or because you feel threatened by their success you know um not only is it like sad and embarrassing and like mean um but it also doesn't serve our community you know like influencers and people in the home decor niche or like the true crime niche or the therapy niche um short of like calling out actually problematic behavior like we should be supportive of each other and celebrate each other's successes for bringing success to the niche that we have and the platform that we share you know right yeah i think a good rule of thumb is if you're upset about something if it's like Given you some sort of feelings, whatever those feelings are, like mm-hmm. taste feelings about it are valid too, yeah, you know? Yeah. But like if it's giving you the feels and something stirring up inside of you where you're feeling the need to pick up your phone and block somebody or post about yes. it or DM someone, like maybe just take a second to yes. think, does this give off mean girl energy? <laughs> and if the really. answer is yes, don't do it. Then don't do it and yeah. wait. Rant to your friend about it. Yes. Say that in private to somebody yes. how frustrated you are. That's what I'm and then take it from somebody else's point of view and maybe just think about it a little bit. Yes. 
before posting it on social media to your almost 2 million followers. Yes. The other thing that kills me about this is that they both have the same amount of followers. What well, is she upset about? Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. yeah. But like... Yeah, that's so. And the other thing about that, too, is like um, a lot of people like maybe would just see that as flattering that yes. like, OK, if she was copying me. And that's the other thing I learned from YouTube gurus, too, is that you can make the exact same. I could make the exact same video as Mr. Beast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to do as well as Mr. Beast video just no. because I copied him. Exactly. People yep. want the original person. So yeah. even if she was copying you, most people, if yeah. you didn't come out and be petty about it most people are going to like your stay stuff. with the original creator yes. of that anyway yes. so you're really just hurting yourself yes um i feel like that was the like, other thing that came up for me is that like a lot of the learning that i've done in my own self-esteem um is reminding myself that other people's opinion of me is none of my good goddamn business like it it exactly. doesn't serve me to be fixated right. on like is this person ripping me off and no. getting success off of me like who cares if she it's wants to rip you off let her let her rip you off because first yeah. of all the audience who likes you is going to like you for who you are and not necessarily mm-hmm. for the content that you're creating and they want to continue to like you they want uh-huh. to like you and so when you do things that are unlikable it makes it hard for people to support you so don't put your audience in the position where they have to choose between supporting somebody who's platforming mean girl behavior mm-hmm. or not liking you anymore you know like mm-hmm. just not a good your look. friends privately about it it's not that you're not allowed to have feelings you know yeah but like right. the way like, that get... you deal with them i think tells people a lot about your right. morals your ethics you know and yeah. like it's just you made your... yeah it was that because... was not a good look no because you're that right was... like karen joy does make very similar content to tay boop yeah but the people who like karen like Karin for Karin. they like Karin because she's like slightly different you know and like right. people who like tay boop like Tabby Boop and the people who like both of them like both of them you know you don't have to put people in this position to say yeah. like it's me or get out like that's so scarcity minded yeah. and like doesn't serve that might, anybody's so, purpose yeah you really have to learn that if you're going to be an influencer I mean Which like is hard the, to be fair <laughs> but still there's, it is but like there's hundreds of comedic influencers like the new thing now is like making video forms of memes basically yes or yeah. of people acting out all the different characters like skits, even though yeah. they're the character yeah have you seen the guy oh my god there's a guy that I I see him on Instagram but he's on TikTok too um yeah. I have cried laughing at this guy because he he never shows his kids on camera ever, mm-hmm. but his skits are him acting out things his toddler <gasps> yes. did. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this. <laughs> like They're his so toddler funny. just coming up to the table to try to eat a snack. And it's like... <laughs> yes, and he gets like food all over his face and like He's just toddlers so being so unreasonable. Funny. Yes. He's yeah. so funny. And... There's so many other creators doing similar stuff to that. And yeah. he's not mad at any of them. No. Other comedians are not mad at other comedians for doing no. similar. Like there's dozens of people that have done like if I were a dog or yes. like what what yeah. the different dog. Like nobody's like, yeah, sorry. It's not all copying. It's just like no. that person said in that other video. It's building off of each other. Like that's what social media is. I yes. think that other person you sent me the video of is was in defense of Tay from my understanding. Wasn't she defending Tay? Because she was like. So. Oh, she wasn't? Because she, she was like, Karen. she's not the first person that... Oh, I thought she was saying, like, Karen, Karen, this is not the first person that Karen has 
copied or whatever but i think she was i think you're right yeah yeah i was just gonna say it's just like this could apply to any niche on social media and social media is becoming a more prevalent job yeah so it's kind of like you need to learn these lessons before like this happens because like you have you could not become an influencer no being concerned about because that is exactly also what happened to illuminati slash blair she got in her own head about how she's the only she is the best channel for (sighs) this kind of content she's the only one that you should watch in this niche yeah you know and would get mad at anybody else doing any winnie (laughs) stepping on my headphones she said speaking of the only person who should get attention (laughs) um yeah (laughs) um and you cannot become an influ a successful influencer. Yeah. I could, I should say, just being <laughs> concerned about everybody else. Yeah, making similar. Like again, uh, do you think Mr. Beast is worried about all the Mr. Beast copycats? Probably no, not. He's not. If they do it, he gives his vi- advice on what he's done because he knows not everybody yeah. is going to put in the work and can recreate what he does. And so it's yeah. just like so you're putting so much energy into something. Yeah. That's the that other is a thing, waste too. of energy. Because even if it doesn't bite you in the ass like it did for Tay Boop or Illuminati, the reality yeah. is that it is going to steal your peace, you know? Yeah. And like that's the thing that is so sad to me about it is that like, you know, again, in my own self-esteem work and like having to sort of work through that like envy and jealousy and whatever. Um Yes. I've had to remind myself that like being this person who is like fixated or like upset or, you know, like bothered by what other people are doing on the internet or other people's successes or whatever all it's doing is taking your energy and your time and attention away from the thing that's actually fulfilling to you that actually is the thing that you came here to do you know and so like being this person who allows your energy to be co-opted by like privately hating on someone else not only is it not a good look and it like really doesn't bode well for your online reputation but it's like actively harmful to you you know like it's all it's going to do is bring you pain and discomfort and anger and you're much better served like processing that privately with your friends your therapist or whatever and then trying to recenter on like your sort of north star like why am i doing this what am i here for what are the things that are actually fulfilling to me, you know? Like, imagine if Tay took all that time she spent worrying about this and mm-hmm. making that video, brainstorming her next project. Yes. She could have spent all that time making a viral video yeah. that got her twice as many followers. And she would never know because she spent it yes. worrying about this. Also it's of like, note is that wild. she has recently apologized. Firstly, she, oh, okay. she took down the original video and then put up a a statement it wasn't an apology it was just like a text-based statement that was like yeah you know i don't want this to be what my content is about so i took that video down i just wish that the situation could have been handled differently because i'm really passionate about creators getting credit for their ideas like okay so that didn't that didn't get received well and then her wallpaper line with that company uh auto something the company that she partnered with to produce this wallpaper dropped her collection and six hours Ouch. later, we got an apology video from Tay saying, oh. initially, I didn't see that I had done anything wrong. I didn't think that there was anything wrong with what I had said. And it took a couple of days for me to come around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. But now I feel really bad and I'm really sorry. And I've privately apologized to Karin and I want to give her a public apology also. Did she unblock I, her too? Probably. But still, Hopefully. a lot of people are not receiving that well either because it just... The timing of it is not great. 
Okay, my I do feel some sort of way about her about Brand's dropping her for that. Like I don't really? feel like what she, Yeah, I don't feel like what she did was like egregious. Like I think it was just misplaced jealousy kind I of, hear you what know. You're saying, but also for what it's worth from a brand perspective, if the influencer that we partnered with to create this product that allows people who view Tay in this aspirational light, right? Like the content yeah. is successful because people want to be like her. People want to replicate yeah. her results in her own home because she's also a DIY creator. Like she right. lists the the projects, the instructions, um, the links to buy the products that she used in her videos. Wait, so she wants random people to copy exactly what she's doing, yes. but not another creator? Who's getting famous off of it, Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. like, from a brand perspective, this creator who claims to have a platform about wanting their audience to recreate these results, getting on TikTok and shaming someone for doing yeah. exactly what she claims to want her audience to do is yeah. not a good look. Like, I would not want to be partnered with an influencer who's discouraging people and shaming people for buying the product that is supposed to be to replicate this aspirational result that she has, you know? Right. So honestly, right. like, I get it. I don't really disagree with their decision yeah. to take it down. Because also, well, too, she might like, have... it, it platforms this, like, really judgmental and hateful attitude, you know? True. Like, it just doesn't... She might have not... They might not have dropped her if she had apologized... Yes, I think so, too. Before they dropped her. Yeah, I think I so, mean, too. I mean, clearly she... Apo- I, have, I have no doubt that she only apologized because they dropped Same. her yeah and then she was like oh well now that i'm losing money I but need to if she had like come around like took the feedback into mm-hmm. consideration and was like yo i kind of reflected on this i was really i mean yeah. i was rash My in the beginning and the i just like realized that maybe that was a really bad take and yeah. that yeah and that karen meant no harm to me and that she probably actually wasn't copying me yada 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 yeah. Like that was like such an easy moment to spin into like my insecurity got the best of me. And like, you know, I heard you guys' feedback and like I recognize that actually this is me just kind of projecting my own insecurities. I changed my mind. Yes. Thanks for for hanging with me while I was learning some stuff about myself. And like, you know, I get it. I respect it. I'm really sorry. Like that would have been such an easy apology and an easy moment for people to view you as like likable and human you know and then she but, yeah and i bet her yeah and the wallpaper probably would not have no i don't think so either dropped her um yeah boy oh boy so there's your niche internet drama <laughs> i love a niche internet drama i just ordered i i caught snoop slimes uh when they restocked mm-hmm. and i spent 70 dollars <laughs> Three slimes. <laughs> to be fair, I was gonna say that's not hard to do though, because like fancy slime is expensive. Fancy slime's very expensive, but also shipping because it's a yeah. small business, so shipping's like ten bucks. Yeah. So I was like, but I really want them. I really want to try these. <laughs> I'm not gonna start collecting them. Fair. I don't think because it's just like for me personally, I it just feels too wasteful because I feel like I'm just gonna throw them away after I play with them a few times. Yeah, that's fair. So um, so but I'm really excited to. I'm so You'll excited. You'll have to update to us about it. your slime journey, Hannah. I'm very curious about it. <laughs> I do really so, like them. I love watching those videos of people who are like scooping this week's slimes or whatever, like yes. rating how well they scoop or something. They're so satisfying. Mixing, or just the mixing the clay mm-hmm. into. Uh. I'm really obsessed anyway. right now with the slimes that are like sand. They have like sand and like rocks in them. 
the noise that fluff. they make when people and play with like them is signs. so satisfying. Yes. Yeah. I'm so I got um a fluff based one. I got a nice. gel clear based one, jelly okay. one. I don't people I'm not gonna if you're in the slime niche, I'm not gonna say describe these correctly. Just FYI. And then I got a oh, like a birthday cake. I got a funfetti cake one, <laughs> a candy Cute. fluff one and then i got like okay. the honey one because the honeycomb <gasps> one is like uh honey slime yeah. with yeah. a clay uh honey honeycomb on top that's nice that's fun I'm you'll have to so let me know excited. how the honeycomb one is i've heard that clear slimes are like the hardest to play with because they're like I- sticky there's like a technique to play with them i guess Nothing makes me laugh harder when these slime TikToks talk about how this one's great for beginners. Yes. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Beginners slime? Yeah, especially as like kids who like played with oobleck and like mud and stuff. Like slime wasn't a thing that was like developed enough to have its own niche and like techniques and and like different characteristics of slime slime in second grade yeah i feel like a boomer because i'm like why is this like i don't understand the rules somebody help me do this correctly please so please let me know how the honey slime is because i'm really curious i sure will i'll probably take pictures of them after i set them up and everything okay great we'll see how it goes all Um, right cool so all right shall we wrap it up i think that's a nice place to wrap it up for today that's our show everybody thanks for being here friends here Mm mm-hmm um, all right and yeah we'll see you guys all in the next epi yes uh if you like the episode like the episode uh don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and then leave us reviews if you want to because it's nice we got our first we have um a few reviews on apple Yay! Podcasts, and they're all five stars oh, which i appreciate so much you. one person actually left a written review and it showed up and so sweet Was thank sweet? you so much to that person who left that review thank love you. you the most oh, i know that's so it's very hard to get your reviews to show up yeah. on like it, right now we don't even have a star rating because we don't mm-hmm. have enough reviews on there yeah so help us get a star wanna, rating guys <laughs> yeah if you want to write out a review that's very helpful but mm-hmm. if you want to just if just you only have it. two seconds and yeah. want to just slap a slap a five star if you're enjoying us on there or one star i don't know do whatever yeah if you hate us you can leave us a one star review too but if you hate us if you love us we'd love your five star review (laughs) yeah exactly so all right all right guys we will see you next time all right bye goodbye